welcome to Sure Jan Podcast. I'm your host, Janice M., where we'll be talking about what it's like being single and dating in your 20s and 30s. So let's get some wine and popcorn and get real about what it's really like. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sure Jan Podcast. I'm your host, Janice M., and I hope everyone out there is having an amazing day, amazing week, and if you aren't, I am sending you positive, positive vibes. You're probably like, who the fuck is this stranger, and like, where the fuck has she been? Okay, so month of January is my birth, it's my birth month. I don't know why the fuck I'm struggling right now. Well, kind of, because I'm drinking a drink with some tequila in it. So, uh, yeah. Well, we're going to see how this episode goes today. So, um, no, if it gets a little crazy, we're just going to blame it on the tequila. Little ASMR. Whoop. All right. Anyways, month of January was my birthday month. And so I was throwing myself a huge um, birthday party. I spent months planning this, doing, executing it. And then obviously on my birthday, which was January 22nd, um, happy elated birthday to me. Um, yeah, so that pretty much was all of January and the week after just like wrapping my mind. It's just been crazy. And the last couple weeks after that have been like really crazy with other personal things that are, have been happening with family and all that stuff. But yes, I am fucking back and you know, I'm, I'm going to try and stray, you know, I feel like I'm like, sometimes I feel like I'm one of those, um, those fuck boys that like, yeah, like I'm a, I'm gonna do this for you, girl. Like I'm going to be there for you and whatever. And then they ghost you. Like, I feel like I've been doing that to y'all and I really fucking apologize. I am not trying to be like that, but you know, fucking life happens and shit goes like crazy. And this podcast does not pay my fucking bills. So unfortunately it does not. If it did, obviously like it'd be different, but this shit doesn't pay my bills. And of course I love it, but unfortunately it doesn't pay my bills. So I have to, you know, work and do all that shit. So sometimes time wise, I get fucked. But besides the point, um, so Valentine's Day was yesterday. And um, did I have a Valentine's Day? No. Uh, What did I do? I did um, some laundry, (laughs) smoke some weed, uh, drink some wine and relax and like literally high cleaned majority of the night. And um, I didn't go to bed till like one o'clock in the morning last night. So that's how I fucking spend my Valentine's Day um, while everybody was posting about how much they love their significant others or gifts they got and all this shit, which, you know, it's fine and dandy. I think that's all right. Let me backtrack. Okay. I think that's okay to express your love about your significant other on social media. And if they shower you with gifts and you want to show that to the world, that's okay. I just feel like Valentine's Day is just like such a, you know, it's like you need to go big or like go home. It's like such an extravagant day. Like, and it's, I don't know, it's very commercialized. Like I just, for me, I feel like you should be showing me this type of affection and love and spontaneity spontaneity like I'm saying spontaneity wrong like (laughs) y'all know I can't say a lot of words so if I'm fucking this up y'all know what the fuck I meant but um yeah I just I like it like you know March 5th give me a bouquet of flowers or you know 
I don't know, June 8th. Like, something fucking random. I don't, I feel like when you have to just go big on one specific day to show a person how much you love them, I just feel like, yeah, we're kind of missing the point here, okay? Not knocking if you got a great gift or your significant other did, like, amazing for you on Valentine's Day. Like, kudos to you. Like, that's great. Of course, it feels good to be showered with love. Like, I'm I'm not saying, like, it's not, but, like, the fact that it you have to, it's, like, one specific day to show your love to this person and, like, broadcast it to the world, I think is just bullshit. It's, like, you should be doing that all the time anyways, not just on fucking Valentine's Day. But I was thinking, you know, obviously the month of February, Black History Month, what, what, and it's the month of love, okay? And, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, like, being in love and, you know, how that made me feel or, you know, and then there's, like, the famous being love-bombed, which is what the fuck we're going to talk about today Um, because, Being loved bomb may feel like you're, you know, you're getting love from somebody and it's just, you know, you're in this place and then literally like shit just goes fucking left and you're just like, what the flying fuck just happened? Right? When you're like, oh my God, everything's so great. And then you, you blink and then everything's just like not so great. And you're like, what, what, what? Yeah, that's love bombing. Okay. We're going to get into that shit. I'm also going to share some stories of me being love bombed. So obviously, like, y'all can learn from my fucking past experience. And, like, maybe, like, my story will resonate with y'all because, yeah. Being love bombed obviously fucking sucks. Um, Yeah. And we're going to get into that shit. I'm going to, we're going to talk about signs of love bombing because obviously like there are fucking telltale signs. And if you are messing with somebody and some of these signs are clicking, right? It's like shit is clicking for you and uh, things are starting to like beam on you and you're like, oh shit, this person that I'm messing with is doing these things. Yeah, bitch, you're being love bombed. So let's get the fuck into this episode because um. It's gonna be a doozy. I got my tequila, so we ready for this. We ready for the show. All right, guys. Now you may be thinking, Janice, what the fuck is love bombing? And like, what is that? If you've never heard of love bombing, okay? I like, I didn't know what love bombing was until I literally started hearing somebody talking about love bombing and hearing the signs of love bombing and kind of understand, like when they were like explaining, and I was like, holy fucking shit, I've been loved bombed. And I was so convinced because of how this, the guy was acting with me and the way he was, I was like, oh my God, like just, you know, doing all these things. And, you know, I had to like look this up. I'm like, you know, like love bombing is like a sort of like emotional, like it is, it's like it's emotional abuse, okay? And it's not like abuse, like saying like, you know, it's, they're fucking with your emotions. They're using it to their advantage to get what the fuck they want. And, you know, not caring if in the long run, this is going to hurt you as much as it does. Like this shit is like on another level. Like love bombing is literally the fucking worst. So let me, I'm going to just pull up Google just so I can get you, give you guys like a generic meaning of 
where I'm getting love bombing from, okay? So love bombing is a phrase that describes an intense period of attention and adoration early in a relationship, often categorized by declarations of love, rapid courtship, large gifts, and other grand gestures, okay? Now, y'all remember Mr. Vanilla, okay? Homeboy, like I did not know I was being love bombed from him until like, obviously, like I said, I started, you know, I started like watching, you know, clips of people talking about relationships. And then the word love bombing came across the screen. And I was like, like, you know, when you hear love bomb, you're just like, what is that? It kind of sounds like a good thing. Like, oh, a bomb full of love. Like that's my initial reaction. I'm like thinking that's what that fuck that is. And I'm like, er. it's like, bitch, no, the fuck it's not. Okay. So. With Mr. Vanilla, he love bomb the shit out of me, okay? Where I, when I told you guys, like, you know, instantly I was getting, like, he was, like, saying things to me, like, telling me he loves me, doing grand-ass gestures, like, very early on in us developing something. And I was just kind of, like, why? I was, like, I was thrown back by it. Because, obviously, like, I feel like internally my feelers were going up but I was kind of like not sure I was like should you really be this paranoid bitch because you know this guy's like showing you all this attention and he's saying the right things to you right at this moment he's complimenting you so much and you know he's like wanting you to be his and he's just like trying to like you know do things to you to show you that like he like loves you, quote unquote, okay? Like, you know, doing these grand ass fucking gestures, okay? And he fucked the fuck he did. He did a lot of fucking shit that I was, you know, I was like, oh my God, wow, right? And it's just, it's a manipulated, it's a manipulation thing, right? He like, I will say like, you know, when you look back on things, like I know me, I'm like a tough person. I feel like I'm a tough ass bitch and I'm, I have a very like, you know, I don't let people fuck with me, right? But sometimes, you know, I'm fucking human and things happen. Like, looking back, I'm so mad at myself for allowing this man to do this to me, to manipulate me the way he did, right? And I think about that stuff. As much as I, like, shitted on Mr. Vanilla, like, he did fuck me. Like, he did, like, yes, he fucked me, but he, like, fucked me over. Like, he, like, literally fucked with my mind. Like, there were times when, you know... I would just, you know, I would like second guess myself or, you know, I would start like thinking like maybe it's me. Like he just manipulated me a lot. Like his love bombing just like made me think like every second guess I was thinking, he made me think like, why am I second guessing myself? Like I should just let this guy do all these things to me and manipulate me and make me think like, like do all these grand gestures and me think like, oh yeah, this is like, this is what it's like. And then whoop. It's like, no, <laughs> psych, bitch. Like, he made me feel like I, like, he put me on a pedestal, right? Put me on a pedestal and made me feel like I was, you know, it was like some dream. Like, I just felt like I was in a dream type of sequence. It's, like, really hard to explain, but it just was very, like, you know, the things that he was doing, I was just like, oh, my God, like, I felt like this man was like treating me like, you know, 
the queen that I should be treated like. And, you know, he was just doing all these things. And I was like, wow, like, just look at how this man is just so infatuated with me and just how, like, look how he's complimenting me. And, like, homeboy said he loved me in, like, you know, a month, month and a half of us, like, you know, being involved in stuff, which to me, like, I never said it back to him. Like, I did it. And I'm really, obviously, I'm super, super excited looking back on it now. I never said it to him because, one, I didn't love him. I didn't. I just, like, you know, I was starting, like, to let my walls down with him a little bit. And then, obviously, like, you know, he used it as a tactic to control me. Like, he would just, he used, like, the shit that he would do to control me. That's why I kept, and looking back on it, this is why I kept, like, when he did the ghosting things, this is why I kept letting him come back in. And then I was to the point where the last time we interacted, you know, I had had enough at this point. Like I had had enough. And all I was like, I think in my mind, I thought that I could take my personal feelings, how I felt about him and what he did to me aside and just make it into something physical Um, because I told y'all he knows how to eat the kitty cat and he was really good at it. And that's all I'm going to fucking give him anyways. Like, ugh. even like giving him a compliment right now is like making my stomach (laughs) turn. But, um, yeah, it just was one of those things where I had had enough at that point. Like when I, when I spoke to you guys last about it, I had had enough and I just was over it. And so when I had confronted it, Like, when I had confronted him and I got some, like, oh, fuck, I can't manipulate her anymore reaction. And he was like, yeah, I need to, like, be done with the situation because I can't manipulate this bitch. I can't love bomb her to get what I want to control the situation. Because he controlled the situation. I will give that to him. Like, he fucking did. Like, looking back on it, and obviously, like, I do a lot of self-reflecting. And I think about, like... I do a lot of self-reflecting with a lot of situations in my life that I always think about. I play back in my mind. Like, I'm just, I'm an Aquarius. This is the shit that we fucking do, okay? And especially when it comes to situations that end in a bad note, I want to, like, I don't know why. I feel like I need to analyze it, figure out what the fuck happened and why did it happen. And it's just, like... You know, I literally blame me being an Aquarius that I do this shit, right? I'm acting like, yeah, fuck it, fuck it. But like, you know, low key, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck happened, right? And so with him, you know, I feel like in my mind, I thought I was controlling the narrative. I thought I was controlling this shit because I was thinking in my mind, um, I don't want anything with this man. I know, I know he's not a good person for me. I know he's a manipulative asshole. I know he was like, you know, using me because he knew he can control the situation. He knew like, you know, because he took my niceness and, you know, how I how I felt about him and how I viewed him as like, you know, all right, this is my way to, you know, manipulate the situation and him trying to say like, you know, he's just dealing with a lot. He couldn't handle it. Like, no, this bullshit. It was bullshit. Like, everything he fed me to try and make me think like I was, like, you know, I had to put my feelings aside because, you know, clearly he was going through something and I had to, like, and he's being vulnerable with me now. Like, you know, like, he just made me feel like, all right, bitch, like, you don't need to feel these things or whatever you feel right now anyways. Like, 
my shit trumps yours anyways. Okay. And that's just when I looked back, like when I look back, I just think like, obviously I was very manipulated, manipulated. And, you know, I trusted somebody that I should have never trusted. And I put faith in somebody that I should have never put faith in. And I let the certain, certain nice things about him and certain nice qualities about him and like the some nice things that he did overlook all the bad shit that he was doing like Loki, like manipulating me, you know, the, you know, all the love bombing that he was like portraying, like the over, 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 over excessive compliments, like every single day, like he just would say things and it was like overly showering me with compliments. Like it was like too much. Getting me gifts, getting me flowers, getting me all these things, telling me how much he loves me, telling me how much he wants to spend the rest of his life with me, just talking about like crazy ass shit. And I'm just like, all right, we haven't even like, de- like even developed anything like really for this to just be so much so fast. And it was. And for me, I was just like, I think because I'm I'm a very like tough person and I have a tough exterior and it's really hard to like let me break my walls down and I felt like I was trying to like you know I'm a very guarded person and I feel like I was like trying to not be this guarded person anymore I was like all right let me I always like kind of keep people at a distance and I don't allow people to like get that close to me to the point where I'm super vulnerable. I mean, like, obviously, like, my really great friends have experienced that, but, like, nobody that I was seriously dating get super, super close like that to the point where I'm, like, my walls are completely down and I'm extremely vulnerable. Like, Mr. Vanilla, like, got some of that. Like, he didn't get fully me, but, like, he got the parts that, like, still, like, when I think about the situation, it makes me more angry at myself that I allowed myself to just be manipulated like this. Like, I, I'm mad at myself. Obviously, like, I can't stand him. He's a piece of shit. Like, he's not a good person. He's not. And I felt like I was trying to convince myself that he was and convince myself that, like, you know, there are good qualities to this person. This person is, like, something great. And they weren't. Okay? It's like, this. these are the effects of being love-bombed. When you're trying to just, you're so manipulated by a narcissist. Like, he was a fucking narcissist. Like, I dated, he was the biggest, like, everything was about him. Everything was literally fucking about him. Like, if I felt some type of way or I did, like, whatever, he would flip the fucking script and it was all about him. And that's, like, that's what people like him will do that shit. Like, flip the script on you and you're just like, wait, why... Why are you mad at me now? You were the issue in this situation, not me. What the fuck? Or like, you know, you're mad at me. It's like, oh, it's just like, you know, I just love you so much. You're just like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whoa, you know? And then now I'm like, am I overreacting? Am I like, am I re- like, am I reaching for something that isn't there? Like, Am I just manifesting, like, not manifesting, but am I, like, making shit up in my mind? Like, what the fuck is happening? And it's like, no, you weren't. These things were actually happening. He was a narcissist. He was trying to control the narrative. And unfortunately, like, he won and controlled the narrative for, like, the time that you spent with him and you kept allowing him to come back. You know? Looking back, obviously, like, I fell victim to this shit and... It wasn't a good feeling. I know the signs to look forward to. I, we're going to get into that. But like, 
when I saw these signs, like I didn't know that these were signs of me being love bombed until, like I said, I watched, I watched the video where they were just talking about relationships and they had mentioned it. And I was like, holy fuck, this was me. It felt like, like he was trying to satisfy his needs, like his narcissistic needs, like his, you know, to like trap me into feeling like, you know, it felt good. Like, I'm not going to lie. When he was saying these things and he was doing these gestures, like when he would buy me flowers and or like leave flowers at my door or knew I was sick and just would do these grand gestures and do all these things. I'm not saying like if your man goes to the store and gets you soup and like some shit because you're sick, he's fucking love bombing you. No, I'm saying like, you know, it just can like lead to certain shit. Like it made me really insecure. Like I was so fucking insecure with that whole situation. He made me feel so insecure about myself and that I needed to like, you know, I loved, I like liked the, you know, the praises, the, you know, how wonderful I was and how he just kept showering me with so many compliments. And it was just, sometimes it was so overwhelming, like so overwhelming with the compliments, but it was just like, cause I was like, why is he feeling like for me? I was like, why is he feeling all these strong feelings for me so fast? And I'm, you know, I'm like slowly trying to get myself I'm like, maybe I should be on his level. Maybe I need to like, you know, shower him. Maybe I need to do these things for him because, you know, I'm just getting all this from him so much. And it felt so good. But, you know, there was like, you know, these weren't sincere things. He was doing it because he's just like, yeah, because I want to control the narrative. I want to control the situation. So I'm going to make you feel good. I'm going to make you feel like, you know, you're everything to me. And so you get, you get like a little weak spot where you're like, all right, I'm going to let him take it. And then he completely takes it and then like fucking ruins you. Because bitch, this man done ruined me for with certain things. Like, you know, it makes you think like when I go into the next relationship that I go into, I'm going to be very, very like feelers up, like feeling that whole shit out. You know what I mean? It's just like when you go through a, a situation where, you know, it's toxic, it's not good, you know, and you're going into another situation. It just makes me skeptic of people's intentions, okay? And that's the shitty reality of being love bombed and like just like being super fucking paranoid, like the next Joe Schmo is going to fucking do it to you again, okay? So it's like, it makes me like that wall that I build up and I was starting to like, slowly take back like the bricks off this wall like a bitch put the bricks right back up a guarded fence is around it like I'm not no and it's unfortunate that this situation happened to make me be so guarded you know what I mean that's why I was saying you know I need to like that's why I had gone on this journey of like starting to date myself starting to love myself because I need to figure out what exactly I'm fucking looking for like what exactly I'm going to say no to and what exactly, you know, that I'm going to be like, all right, maybe I'll give this a chance. Maybe I won't. I just feel like I was, I feel like he knew I was the right prey 
because at the t- you know at the time when we started because we were on and off for a while okay and at the time that we started I was in a very low self-esteem very insecure place and you know when you're being showered with all these compliments and like somebody's telling you these things and doing these grand gestures you know you're just like you know it's just so dangerous it's so dangerous because the mindset I was in when I initially started the shit with him I just was like you know and I felt like he prayed off of that he prayed off of my like my insecurities and like the fact that at the time I had really low self-esteem at the time and I feel like he prayed on that you know what I mean and I'm not saying like you know I'm a fucking catch and I know I am I wholeheartedly know that and like Y'all out there, y'all are motherfucking catches too. And if you don't know, now you motherfucking know, okay? And thinking back on it, I'm just like, why? I know I'm a fucking catch. Why did I let this man <laughs> love bum the shit out of me and just leave me here to like pick up the pieces of what the fuck I went through? Like at this moment, like I'm still dealing with picking up the pieces of what happened, And this was months ago, like months, months, months ago. But this was like over periods of like years that we were doing this. So this is like, I'm even picking up the pieces of of pieces that I thought I had healed. But then when we continued and started over, those pieces started to like unravel again. You know what I mean? Because I allowed him, even though I thought I was controlling the narrative, I really wasn't. I thought I was, you know, I I like, you know, looking back on it and even even if I listen to that episode again, in my mind at that moment, I thought I was controlling the narrative. I thought I had it, right? I thought I had it. But this manipulative fuck was like, nah, bitch, hold my beer, I got it. <laughs> I got it, bitch. <laughs> no, you don't controlling this shit, I am. Because at the end of the day, right, This man is just like, whatever, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. I got what I wanted from you. I'm good. And you're just left there with uncertainty, confusion, duped. I'm Gucci. I'm out. (laughs) See you later, bitch. Like, that's how this was left. And I have to pick up the pieces. I have to repair. I have to do all the, I have to do all the work to repair what happened. You know what I mean? And it's just like... I know this man's scotch-free. I, like, he's probably dating somebody, probably love-bombing somebody else or whatever, right? And it's just, like, being a, like, a survivor of being love-bombed, right? Because I'm not a victim. I survived it. I'm thriving. Like, I'm still going. I'm still fighting another day. I'm, you know? I'm just, I'm making this sound like it's a war, but, you know, it felt like it, you know? It was, the whole situation was just like a, it's just like a painful reminder that, like, you know, when, when you think you have it down pat, and when you think, like, you have it figured out, like, no, you don't, right? Because I, in that moment, at that time, I thought I was like, I controlled it. I was like, okay with where I was with that. I was okay with how it ended because I was like, you know what? Fuck this dude. I literally just used you for your fucking tongue. Not your dick because your dick did nothing for me. 
Like your tongue was the only pleasure that you've ever given me. And the only time I ever came with us when we had sex was because I was high out of my fucking mind from I smoked. Like I smoked, like I smoked weed with you. And I smoked weed before you came over. So bitch was really high. So obviously everything was enticing. So when you fucked me and, and you thought like, oh yeah, I'm like owning this bitch with my dick, you really weren't. <laughs> like you weren't. You know? So sorry, I had to put like that little dig in for him. But um, you know, like I thought I was like, yeah, no, girl, like use them for your, like use that tongue and like use that shit to your advantage, or whatever. Because I thought, like you know, in my mind, I thought I just controlled the narrative, and I, I didn't. Because at the end of the day, even when it ended that way, and I left, like I, I felt okay leaving when I got out of that car after we had our little conversation, and I got out of that car, I felt good because I was like, I felt like I got closure. I felt like I was done with that situation. It was over. And he helped me realize it was, like, we can never be anything. Friends, acquaintances, like, nothing. I don't even want to be this motherfucker's, like, enemy because I don't want to even think about this motherfucker ever again. Like, he's he doesn't exist to me, right? Like, you don't exist. And, you know, I felt that way. And then, obviously, after, you know, Aquarius and me self-reflecting and reflecting about like, and thinking about these things, like, when I'm laying in bed and thinking about this stuff, I was like, holy shit, like, it bothered me how it, how it was like that. And I felt, I was like, oh yeah, that was great. And I was like, no, like, I just felt like I was so, I censored myself, like, I didn't say half of the shit that I wanted to say. And it just was like, and to him, it just was kind of like, I don't want to deal with this. Like, let's just sweep shit under the rug, like, ain't, like, no, 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 I'm not gonna let you take control of this bitch, bye, see you later, deuces, oh, you have a backbone now, oh, oh, no, I only deal with weak bitches, and you were weak for that moment, girl, now you got a backbone, okay, I'm done with this, like, that's how I felt when it, like, that's how I felt, I was like, holy shit, he thought I was some weak-minded bitch, and the minute I, I fought back, he was like, oh, no, no. Oh, you're trying to be a strong bitch now? Uh-uh. No, 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 no. I only go for them low self-esteem, like, don't know, like, self-conscious bitches. Like, now you're trying to get a backbone? No, 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 I'm out. Okay? He's like, bye. I also have to realize, I need to go, like, you know, and if you're in the situation, if you've experienced what I've experienced, right? This is the thing. You need to go easy on yourself. I know I'm going like in on myself right now because I'm just talking to you guys and I'm just kind of like saying it. But, you know, I had to like in myself, I had to go easy on myself. You know, when you look at like things like the notebook or, you know, walk to remember or like, you know, these like rom-coms or like these like romantic movies that you just see like, you know, how romantic, like the movies just romanticize how love is and how love is supposed to be and how relationships are supposed to be. And you just, in the back of your mind, you think this is what it's supposed to be like. So when somebody gives you a glimpse of some of that, you know what I mean? This romanticized version of what love is supposed to be, you think in your mind, oh shit, is this love? Like, wow, like I'm in love or this person loves me. Is this what someone loving you like this feels like? Like, you know what I mean? Like, for me, that's how I felt because I was like, this shit happens in the movies. This shit happens like, you know, 
maybe this shit is like real. Like maybe this is like my notebook situation. Maybe this is my, you know, obviously walk to remember the girl died, but I'm not saying I'm talking about the love part, but you get what I'm saying. Like, you know, I thought, okay, maybe this is like, maybe this is my time. You know, maybe this is like, this is it. I just feel like when you're in those situations and when you're being love bombed, I feel like you're sometimes like your logic and like how you think, like your instincts don't quite like buzz on you until like sometimes when it's too late, right? Like sometimes when my gut, like there were situations when I was with Mr. Vanilla, like that my gut was telling me something and I just wasn't going with my gut and like, I just wasn't paying attention to my inner voice or trusting my intuition. Like, I just wasn't trusting that. And it felt like, you know, this situation to me and the way Mr. Vanilla made me feel in the beginning, it felt like this was too good to be true. Obviously it was, but it's just, he just made me feel so much excitement and like, you know, it was so fun in the beginning and it just felt like, you know, me feeling uncertain about it, I shouldn't. Like, I should just let, I felt like I was just doing what I normally do and just build up a wall and not letting anybody in. Like, that's what I felt. And it's like, I should have went with my fucking gut, which initially told me something's not right, girl. And I just didn't. You know what I mean? Like, I just let, I just got in my mind, you know, you're, you're getting in your own way again. And that's how I felt in that moment. And obviously that wasn't the case. I should have went with my gut. Like clearly I was, there was something wrong there. And, you know, I was just being hard on myself without knowing, you know, like I, my inner self like knew like, nah, bitch, you need to get out of this situation, you know? And I was just ignoring it. Even when like the, I love you came or, or like anything like, Along those lines, when he said, I love you, and he would just express these big ass feelings for me so soon. And was like, all right. And I just felt like when he said, I love you, I felt like it was moving way too fast. I'm like, why are we saying I love you already? Like, why are we here? Why are we in this place? Like, and it, it just was like, it was a lot. And for me, I was like, holy, sh-. like, you know, like I said, Watching romantic movies romanticizes love for you. So for me, I was like, holy shit, is this what it's like when you like, you know, when you know, you know, like maybe he knows. Maybe it's just like, I don't know. Maybe I just need to let my guard down so I can figure it out. You know, like maybe I need to be on his level. Maybe like, you know, I need to let my guard down. Maybe like, you know, this is what it's supposed to be like. Instead of being like, hold up, why, why is he expressing this so soon? You guys haven't even had these type of conversations. Why is he saying this so fast? Why are you like, you know, I told y'all like we would literally be having sex and he would literally be inside me and would tell me I love you. Like I'm in the most vulnerable position. And this was like the third time. No, this is like the second. I don't even know why I'm adding things. This had been the second time some, some man, I don't know what it is. I'm like, is it like they know, like they know, like once my dick is inside you, like this is, you're at your most vulnerable. So this is when I'm going to be like saying crazy shit to you for you to like, you know, but yeah, he like, he fucking told me like, he loved me while we were having, like, while we were having sex. Like for me, 
I've never, you know, I've never experienced that before. So I was like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like it was crazy, but it was so fucking fast. Like I was like, why are you telling me you love me? Like what is happening right now? We haven't even, what is happening? Like for me, it was a lot of, you know, second guessing myself (laughs) with him. And I was second guessing my intuition, my gut, like what my gut was telling me, like something's not right. Something's not adding up here. Right. So that's, that's a sign. Like if something doesn't sit right, like trust your fucking gut, like your gut. And I trust now, now I trust my gut with everything. So if something's not feeling right or something's just like, "Mm, no, I trust my gut. And like my gut has not done me dirty. Like my gut has like actually like, you know, has helped me. And I'm like, damn bitch, you should have listened to your gut in the beginning, like this whole time. Okay. The moving too fast, right? Those are signs of love bombing when they're just the overness, the I love you's, the, you know, the, you know, talking about the future together, like so, you know, moving too fast. Like homeboy was like talking about like, you know, building like, building lives with me, like talking about a future with me. Right. And we're, we just fucking started like what is happening. Okay. If they're like really intrusive, like intrusive attention, like literally like texting you consistently feel like you can't even, you know, like, especially in a world, I feel like with us, right. We're in the world of ghosting, right. I, I, had a whole ass fucking episode about ghosting and like that is like the new normal like people ghost like it's no fucking tomorrow so when you have somebody that's consistently texting you and you guy that like you're talking to and he's consistently texting you a lot you're like holy shit like I'm not being ghosted like you like the attention that he is but like when it's too much you know like in in their mind these narcissists that like love bomb you, right? In their mind, there's no space that should exist without them. And they will make any effort to weave their attention into every aspect of your life. Like everything that's like you're doing, they have to include themselves in it. They have to like talk about themselves. You know what I mean? It's like, or like they show up unplanned or, you know, if you're trying to have a girl's night and they come over and they're like, no, spend it with me. Like just it, like extremely intrusive. Like, just be doing like a lot of intrusive like shit. Yeah, that's that's a sign, baby, that you're being like, he's like a little bit of a love bummer. Okay, a lot of gift giving. Like, yeah, of course. Who the fuck doesn't want to receive gifts? I don't know anybody that doesn't like receiving a gift. Okay, <laughs> hello, I'm one of them that I love receiving fucking gifts. Okay, but there is a thing with too much. Okay, like. Of course, getting a gift is like super like a nice thoughtful present. It's like it's always welcomed and it's like nice when it's somebody that like, you know, if you feel like you're being courted or whatever. But like when it's like over the top, like getting you like really over the top gifts and this shit is like way too soon. Like, bitch, we've only been talking for a month. Like, why are you getting me all this stuff? Like, this is too much, like an expensive shit, like, you know, jewelry clothes you know what I mean like you know and if it's like starting to be like like by the second or third date they're getting you all this shit right for me that's like like 
alarms should start ringing in your head. Like, that's a little too much. And obviously, like, they're doing it to control the fucking narrative, okay? And then when they're demanding more, right? Mr. Vanilla would do that all the time. Like, why can't you just, like, you know... I feel like, you know, you're not... I used to, I used to date this guy... Let's get off the topic of Mr. Vanilla, right? I used to date this guy that would make me feel, you know, he was demanding of my time and my energy. Like, literally, like, all he wanted, it was like every waking moment I needed to be with him. And then if I wasn't with him or or I chose to, like, spend time with my friends or I chose to spend whatever, he would just make me feel guilty about wanting my own space and, and, like, trying to set my own boundaries, you know? Shit like that is like a love, you know, those are forms of love bonding. Like when they just make you feel like, make you feel super guilty about wanting your space, wanting to create, set yourself some healthy fucking boundaries. And they're like, "Mm, I feel like you're running away from me. Or I feel like you're doing this to me. I feel like you're like trying to stand in between us or blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right. When they start being like talking about like you're my soulmate and bitch has only been like <laughs> three dates. What's going on? You know? While it sounds great and all, but you know, sometimes majority of these love bombers already have ulterior motives. Like so yeah, like that's great to listen to. Or like You know, when they say, like, I feel like when people start saying crazy shit, like, you know, we were made for each other. Like, we were born for each other. Like, we were created for each other or something like that. Or, like, make you feel like this is fate that you guys are meeting. Like, that can be a part of love bombing. Like, for them to make you feel this way so that, like, you're manipulated to think, like, this is healthy and this is good. Like, no. That is a sale. Like, when, that's, like, a telltale sign, my friend. If you're starting to see these things, please proceed with caution, okay? When they're starting to isolate you, like I said, trying to take more of your time, isolate you from your friends, your family, like people that you've, you know, been around, people are not seeing you, like that is a sign of love bombing, like, and they just want you for themselves. They're fucking narcissists and they want you for themselves, okay? Sometimes like a fucking, you know, wolf can be in sheep's clothing, like that is literally love bombing, like they're literally a wolf. Trying to play it off like they're a fucking sheep and making you feel like you're safe and you are in good hands. And they're like, no, bitch, I'm going to rip you fucking apart. Okay. They're really jealous. Mm, Little jealousy is (laughs) fine. But when it starts to get like everything in your life, like. If they like they're jealous of people being around you, like. When you're around your friends, like, they're, like, they don't like that you're giving their your friends attention and they're not getting it. Like, uh, what? Yeah, bitch, like, proceed with real fucking caution. Or if, if even if you're seeing that, like, I would tell you to hightail your ass out of there and get the fuck out and do not look back. Okay? These are signs when they're starting to show jealousy because they're not getting the fucking attention. Like I said, narcissist are the biggest love bombers ever. The biggest ones, right? And it's like, a narcissist can be, like, love bombers can be anything. They could be your friends that are love bombing you. They can be your fucking family members that are love bombing you. Like, I'm, you know, 
this shit could be like, this shit could be like, you know, anybody could be doing this. There's like all, all forms of love bombing, like with family, friends and stuff like that. But like, obviously I'm talking about relationships, but you know, shit like that, like are things you need to like really watch yourself, watch out for. Okay. Like, or, you know, or even when the love bomb, so say like you're getting all this stuff, right? You're getting like the compliments, you're getting all this stuff, you're being love bomb, right? And then they fucking switch it up on you. Yeah. Yeah. When they switch it up and they're like, like they make it seem like you haven't, like you're, you're starting to doubt yourself, right? When they switch that shit up and you're starting to fucking doubt yourself, when you're thinking like, ooh, you know, you're starting to blame yourself. Like, you know, if they're like, they're withdrawing from you and they're like being kind of cold towards you, like they're trying to flip the script and make you blame yourself thinking that, oh, like, like you're not carrying your weight in this, in this situation. Like, I need to change. Like, now you need, you know what I mean? Like, now they want you to be like, now they're like, oh, like, I need to be the person that's like, I need to be around you. Like, you know, you want, you're craving their reassurance because now you're not getting all that attention because they're flipping the script on you, right? And they're, now that they're, you're not getting that attention. So now like you're craving it, right? You're getting desperate, you're feeling needy. Like you need reassurance from this person. Like you're on the edge of like heartbreak. Like you're desperate at this point, right? And the love bomber is eating that shit up because you're just like, they're like, oh, yep, it's all about me. I'm de- they desire me and like everything's, like, based on me and all that bullshit. Like, the bottom line is here, okay? Relationships, like, an authentic, like, relationships can't flourish without, like, knowing really about this person. Like, when you don't really know somebody, and and I will say that I didn't really know Mr. Vanilla or the other previous person I was talking about, I didn't really, really know them because if I really, really knew them, I would never be in the situation. If I really knew that this person was a narcissist, if I really knew that this person was just not a good person, I wouldn't have like, I wouldn't have gotten in a situation like that. It's just, it's so unhealthy. Like looking back, this was so unhealthy for me and it like altered Especially, like, I've had different forms of love bombing in different senses of people that I've dated in the past, right? Mr. Vanilla was a a really, like, that's the most recent one. But, like, I've had it. Like, you know, like, looking back on it, there were certain things that people, like, had little bit of love bombing tendencies when I was with. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't, like, men that I've, like, really, really, really cared for and that I've, like, gotten really really hurt in the past you know there's some form of love bonding there I'm like am I a fucking magnet to love bombing I don't know you know it like it feels like that sometimes when you're in a situation you're like holy shit like why is this happening like why why was I manipulated why was I felt this way why did this person make me feel this way like you just start thinking about these things you know and like The signs that I'm talking about, like, if you are in this situation, 
it's tough, especially when you have feelings and you care about a person. It's tough to like, you know, like try and put, you know, at the end of the day, you need to look out for numero uno and that is yourself. Okay. If you are looking in the mirror and you don't even recognize yourself or you don't even recognize like who the person that you are, like I had to do that. Like when I was like, I'm, I'm being this weak bitch. I know I'm a strong bitch, but I'm being weak right now because I'm letting this person make me feel this way about myself, make me doubt myself, make me not like, you know, I didn't trust myself. Like I didn't trust my own fucking gut. This is how this person like made me feel. I didn't even trust my own gut. They made me doubt my own into like my own intuitions. Like they made me doubt that shit. You know, like it's like, it's crazy when they make you just doubt yourself. And that's like a tough pill to swallow when you look at it, when you look back and you're like, why would I ever doubt myself? Like, you know, why did I not trust my instincts? Because my instincts and my gut was telling me one thing, but I was doing the polar opposite because I had like, I was in a rose, I had rose colored glasses on and I, you know, y'all couldn't tell me shit. No one could tell me anything. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was like, you know, he made me feel like, you know, like I was, you know, I swept him off his feet, but in reality, he was just like, you know, playing me like a fucking fiddle until like the roles were reversed and I started feeling those ways and he was just like, yeah, yeah, you know? So yeah, love bumming is no motherfucking joke. It is not. It is like, it's tough. Like, it's tough. It's tough to, you know, it's a process to get over because you just start, you know, you start to, like, analyze, like, how you got in the situation, what were things that were happening that you were missing, you know. Like I said, I'm glad that I'm an Aquarius because I overanalyze everything. So, looking, not every, well, certain things. I overanalyze a lot of things, but with this, I was really happy that, you know, that shit kicked in and I overanalyzed the situation to realize, be like, holy shit, bitch, you've been loved bombed. (laughs) It's not that great. And yeah, (laughs) like it's not the greatest. I'm going to end this episode. But I want to end this episode on this, okay? Trust your fucking gut, okay? Even, like, when you're starting to feel things in your gut, slow down. Clear your fucking mind. Think about it. Notice when certain things are happening, like, your body will tell you things, okay? When you're, like, when he says something and you're feeling, like, a weird pit in your stomach or something happens, you're feeling, like, anxious or you know you're feeling sick notice that shit is happening like trust that shit okay focus on yourself ask yourself what do I really need here like like clear the air around your intuition Like, go through, you know, the pros and cons of the situation. Start, like, realizing, okay, this is happening when, you know, I'm feeling this way when, like, he does this. And it's like, why am I feeling this way? What about this that's making me feel this way? Like, clear your mind. Start to think, like, 
I'm not saying like overanalyze the situation, but like literally like deep reflect the situation, like deep reflect, take action, trust your fucking gut, like take action, take a step back, take a step back for a second, figure it out. Then you can circle back into it, circle back. Like, you know, like it's just. When you trust your gut, you clear your mind, you try and take all the things out, like take away the stuff this person, like start to listen to you and try and figure out why these things are like, you know, it's like, what's not like, you know, that, that like saying what's not clicking Steven, like what's not clicking. Right. So like try and figure out like, what the fuck is not clicking here? Why am I feeling these way? Like, why am I feeling this way? And it's just like, what's not resonating here? Everything's good, but like, I still feel some type of way. What's not resonating here? What am I missing? What's missing there? You know, I just want you guys to just take a step back Clear your mind and start like trusting your fucking gut. Trust your fucking instincts. Like trust them. Because, you know, that little inner bitch instinct inside you is saying something really fucking smart. And it's just, you know, clear your mind, take a second and maybe listen to it. Okay. I love you guys. Um, I know I just like unloaded, but you know. Sometimes we need episodes like this. Sometimes we need to have these type of talks. Sometimes we need to be like, all right, like do the fucking polar opposite of what I did. All right. Like with Mr. Vanilla, do the fucking polar opposite. Trust your fucking gut. Start to listen to yourself. You know, if things ain't adding up, if things like not, something doesn't feel right, trust that shit. If person's starting to make you doubt yourself, trust that shit. Trust that you're like, "Mm, why is this person making me doubt myself? Why? Why am I allowing this person to make me doubt myself? You know? Y'all know I love you. Y'all know I'm looking out for y'all. We on this journey motherfucking together. I love you guys. And I have new merch that just came out. Rise and Slay. Um, I'm going to put a link in my show notes for the new merch. And if you haven't gotten the other merch, it's on there. Um, I will put all that shit in the show notes and yeah, I like fucking love you guys. I am actually working on a project right now. Um, y'all remember Nicole, um, that I had a while back, my empath that I fucking love Nicole. She is great. Um, her and I are going to be working on something. Uh, we're in the works of processing something. Um, I know a lot of you enjoyed my episodes with, uh, my episode with Nicole. Um, I'm trying to see if we can have like a month where I can have Nicole on, um, make this like, you know, make Nicole my go-to special guest, you know, cause she just was so great. I loved having her on the show and just, you know, getting another perspective and getting like, you know, a feeling of, you know, when shit's real, like, you know, because Nicole breaks it down for you. But I just wanted to kind of let you guys know what the hell's going on right now. And, you know, these are things to come. I love you guys. And I fucking can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Love you guys. Bye.